I'm so pumped up every time we do the clap. <laughs> like, I don't know why, like, I get so excited when we clap before we start. West side. Oh, I did that wrong. I was going to yeah. go west side, like- but I crossed my first fingers. <laughs> I should have crossed. Like, you did the, the restroom fingers? sign. Was that the restroom sign? We used to have to do this when we're in, um, like, we have to go. Because I think that's R. R and um, sign language. Sign language, yeah. So, I, I know this is audio medium, so this whatever you're listening right now is going to be hard to visualize. I know how to say "I'm telling," and that's what thumb on the forehead, and wave like that, right? That's "I'm telling." Uh, thumb on the chin and waving down. That's "Dad." And if you cross your arms and like like this, like your knuckles, that means make out. I only know that because when I was in middle school, I had a crush on a deaf girl, and I used to try to flirt with her all the time. <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever date her? No, we were like really good friends though. That's good. Yeah. And I think she's I don't know, she's like religious, so she was like, mm. but you know, we were kids, so Bless But um heart. Yeah, welcome back to <laughs> <laughs> Bless your heart. Welcome back to Bells of Murder. I am Hmm. I'm the queen bitch Scar from The Lion King because she was she was a force. I am a planet that has not been discovered yet. Welcome to the podcast. Oh my god! I watch so when I go to sleep, I usually put on YouTube videos of like just spooky shit. And I woke up <laughs> to this documentary about like parallel universes. Like, you ever wake up at like 3 a.m. to go pee and you're like in like this weird mental haze like you don't yes. know really what's going on now imagine waking up to that and then waking up to being told that not only are you living in a parallel universe but also you're part of a simulation oh my god i was just so i was like i don't need this right now like what <laughs> i don't what? need to hear this <laughs> i'm going back to bed <laughs> but yeah welcome back to bros of murder we give you true gun cases of color we give you music we give you um unsolicited opinions uh, yeah i'm gonna give you that today (laughs) and you get some attitude (laughs) and also i'm drunk so (laughs) i'm not drunk i'm getting there i've had a beer i probably won't you know i mean i guess yeah no everything's everything's fine everything's Everything's great oh dude are you okay did it go down the wrong hole it went down the wrong tube Okay, that's interesting. I guess that's also what she could say. Yeah. Because what are holes but tubes, right? I guess you're right. Cylinders. Most holes lead to a tube of some kind. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I don't know. Let us know. What do you think? Do yeah, holes <laughs> lead to tubes? Yeah, are all holes inherently tubes? <laughs> yes. Let us know in the comments. Because a tube is like a, is like a long hole. We really think a, about a cylinder. Yes. Yeah. Our shapes cylinder. Science, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, 
You want to go first? Or me to go I'll first? go first. Yeah, I I think you went first last time. Yeah, and I know that like our two cases are kind of in the same. Yes. Sophia. How do we do talking this? Talking about shapes. I know we're always in the same wavelength. I know you're doing a disappearance. I'm doing a disappearance. But I feel like mine's gonna be a, a little way more angry than like you are. the surprise. Surprise. We're talking about disappearances. Yeah. I just so let's get into it. Bet. So before we get into it, I wanted to give everyone an update. You can't just say bet and then say and pause. <laughs> bet. So yeah, so my wife and I we've been doing renovations to our house to rent this out eventually and buy another house. And I want to let everyone know I'm a little bit of a handyman, if you know what I'm ta- if you know what I mean. Um, meaning I do a lot of my own DIY because fuck paying for someone else to do this shit that I could learn from YouTube or from a friend. That's how I learned, 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 who learned you to spoke? Science. Science. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So this next case makes me uncomfortable and I think everyone knows why. It's because I am so uncomfortable about disappearances and unsolved like cases and crimes and things like that i don't like them it freaks me out it's scary it is but this is one that i found actually watching unsolved mysteries on netflix if you haven't watched unsolved mysteries on netflix you should i cancel uh, netflix because their anime sucks and sucks and i run out of things to watch yeah we don't even watch that much why i still have it i don't know but this one is one that i found from there and did a little bit more research and it's pretty intense and this is about a person that went missing named alonzo brooks so alonzo he was born in topeka kansas main in some year that i didn't remember to write down but he was born in topeka (laughs) kansas i'm so sorry um he had a nickname of zoe and eventually he moved to a place called Gardner, Kansas with his mother. You know, as a younger child, he was upset a lot because he wasn't able to go places with people that he was older with, like his siblings or, or some of his like cousins and stuff, because he was the youngest of and five. And Topeka, Kansas was just also upsetting on its own. Probably. But I think he had fun for a while. I know when I was a kid, I used to hate when I couldn't go places with like my older sister because it was all the older kids. There's a four-year difference between my older sister and I. So instead of him getting mad about it and not getting to do anything, he took up karate and he was a pretty badass. He was a badass when it came to karate, from what I was, karate. from what I watched and stuff, and. For him being the youngest, he was a mama's boy. Uh, I'm not the youngest, but like, I am also a mama's boy. So that's something we have in common. And apparently, like, he was a really like shy kid, but he was also super easy to get along with because he was just nice to people. He was very polite with people. He had his favorite color was red. Not only that, he was a little bit of a neat freak, so maybe that kind of turned some people off. But he was nice, and he was really good at football. And he was known by his friends, like, as a good football player, which he didn't ever go, like, pro or anything, but, you know, he was good at football. football. He liked to play football. So that's, like, just a little bit of information on who Zoe was, because I love to talk about the people before I get into, like, what happened to them. So April 4th of 2004, he 
went out with his friends. He went to a party, which was unlike him because he never liked to party really he was just more of a homebody or like one of those little kickback things where you just hang out with a bunch of friends and like drink a little bit yeah he agreed to go to a party um with his friend uh justin and they all ended up him and other people ended up meeting at this house and it was more of like a spur of the moment kind of thing so nothing was super planned um but prior to actually going to the party his friend justin noticed that he was wearing boots and they were tied super tight and that was because his ankle his ankle was like hurt a week prior to this like party and this is important to remember for later so he rode with Justin to this park and it was a good old country country party you know it was in a small town called Laysing and this town was so small that it only had a sheriff. And at the time, the house was supposedly an empty house. So it was like a rental property where like they rented it for like a party or something. But it was just really weird. And it was also like an hour away from where he lived. Again, into a small, it was in a small town of Kansas. Like it had one grocery, no really grocery store. And like there was a gas station. So, when they first, like, arrived to the party, the first thing, like, Alonzo said to everyone was, like, who wants a beer? Like, he's trying to turn up. He's like, let's fucking have some fun. He's getting ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. And his friend stated that he seemed, like, a lot more outgoing that night from Jump, like, from Rip. Like, I get it. You're from California. Yeah. From Rip, bro. Like, he he seemed a lot more outgoing, but he was usually more reserved. Um, they were having a good time and he eventually had like an altercation with someone at the party. Some of the party, some of the people at the party, no surprise, were racist because it was apparent since he was the only black person at the party. Been there. He, he, yeah, I know. He also like (laughs) received like some uh, racial slurs like thrown at him, but. Also been there. Yeah. He was the kind of person though that when that happened, he's like, I don't fucking care, dude. Like, who cares and like i'm at that point too like okay i get it like you sound ignorant as shit but um i could be tyrone bigsby too like if you want me to but i don't know how that's gonna work out but whatever (laughs) so while they're at the party some of the friends ended up leaving and go to a different party but he and justin ended up staying and eventually they both run out of cigarettes so justin goes and grabs like he's like oh i'm gonna go and buy more smokes like more cigarettes which even though there's no fucking gas station in the area like he's gonna go do that and on the way to get to get uh more cigarettes he gets lost justin gets lost so justin called someone named adam to give him alonzo a ride home and was like hey just take him home but the thing is, the next day, like, Alonzo never, like, went home. And they know this. We know this because, like, his mom got a phone call from, uh, like, a friend asking if Alonzo made it home from the party. And he never did. They pretty much, like, started to panic because he always apparently came home. And so everyone, all of his friends, you know, got together and tried to look for this dude and tried to find out what happened they there's a lot of friends that got together and went to the town of Gardner to like meet up and drove to where the party was and they ended up just following Justin because Justin was the only person that knew where this this house was really on the way there they 
discover something super disturbing. They discover Zoe's boots and hat on the highway. Oh, shit. Like, spread out from each other. And while they were, like, searching the area, looking at the area, like, a person on a four-wheeler drove up and told them, like, they need to leave. But they also stated, like, they thought that there was, like, really weird stuff going on. Like, they just felt, like, a lot of weird tension. So immediately, the eye shifted to Justin. But Justin was like, hey, he was having a good time, and he was fine when I left, but everyone was like, why the fuck would you leave him alone? Why would you leave him alone at a party where he knows no one that's like an hour away? Like, you don't do that. Don't Hour away? It was an hour away from his home, yeah. Oh no. He's the only black person like in a white rural town that is no, 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 racist. No, 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 no. Don't leave your friends. If you go out with people, I know I should wait until the end to say this, but don't leave your friends. Stay with your friends. Insist if they don't, if you don't, if you don't want to stay. Yeah, I'm always, insist, da- I'm always like the dad at the group, so I'm always like, <laughs> even I can be like a blackout drunk, but the people I came with, I'm always like, Are you good? Everyone good? Everyone check in, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's how I can be sometime, unless I'm drinking. Then like I just laugh a lot. I got, the, I got the squad check on deck. <laughs> yeah. No. Unless I'm designated, like, if I'm designated, I'm, like, such a dick about it. I'm just like, uh, no, we're fucking leaving. Let's go. Andre, pour your section on the beach out. We're leaving. Get in this car no, just, right I'm, now. I'm not, I'm not pouring it out. <laughs> <laughs> but get get your feet off, Andre. Get your feet off. I don't know. I'm just going through scenarios. <laughs> I don't know what your feet would be on, but yeah. So yeah, law enforcement really didn't do anything at the moment. They said that there's a 48-hour rule to rule out that he wasn't a runaway, to make sure that he was really missing. Kept saying, oh, he's going to turn up, he's going to turn up. But like he was walking around in a place that he didn't know without shoes on, and it was like raining when he went missing. Like who the fuck would do that? Even if you are drunk, like no. I've never, well, I've never done that, so I can't say. Yeah, but whatever. So, like, the police, the law enforcement, they just made it seem like he just walked home. But remember what I said about his ankle? Yeah, his ankle was hurt, and they expected him to walk home without his boots on. And, you know, I'm just calling horseshit, but whatever. Yeah. So, eventually, the KBI, which is the Kansas Bureau of Investigation, they get involved. And they're looking at it as a possible, like, he's a possible victim of a hate crime. There are no signs of him. It had been three weeks with no updates. And, like... There is nothing. So after about a month of waiting, the family gets super tired and family and friends, they end up doing their own search party. And while they're out doing the search party near like the place that he went missing, they notice a white shed and they're like, okay, yeah, we need to go search that shed because it's just in the middle of this area. But on the way to the shed, Alonzo's body was found. And this was May 1st, 2004, a month later. So, yeah, he was missing, but he was eventually found. Did it know, like, how long he was dead? No. It's really creepy because this is where the KBI and the FBI and the media get involved. And what happened there, the coroner, and the way that they found him, they found him on, like, this riverbank where, like, he would have been submerged in water. There's so many weird parallels between our cases. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. He was found there near water, like where they, th- they thought he was like, you know, 
but the coroner found like no signs of foul play. There was no broken bones, no nothing. So they labeled it as an undetermined death. Um, The FBI think it was a hate crime. So all the eyes turn to the KBI and the local law enforcement because like they're like, okay, there's something going on here. And the reason why was because his boots and hat, Zoe's boots and hats were found like extremely far from where Alonzo was found. And how could it be that after 30 minutes of looking, the family and friends were able to find the body when the KBI wasn't able to do that if they did a search? I'm thinking he was dumped. They think, yeah, the body was placed after the local law enforcement did a search. But when they found him, though, this is where it gets crazy, because when they found him, they didn't, the body didn't look like it had signs of he was in water for over a month. Like everything on him was still intact. And this is, this includes like the contents in his pockets. Like he had paper with like handwritten notes on them that still had like the ink on it and stuff. Like everything was like completely fine it was like fucking crazy the family think like they they think that he was probably kept in like some type of meat locker because the body looked pristine apparently his uncle made a comment saying like when we saw him he still had skin color it still he looked like fresh like he didn't look i got chills okay i think what happened here's my theory he was picked up on the side of the road like forcefully and that's why his boots and like hat and shit came off taken somewhere killed and like shoved in like a cooler and then then they waited to like dump his body because like for the heat to die down a little bit then dumped him off in the woods isn't that crazy like i don't know like i went to reddit and like started to like read about there's stuff there's stuff about it on reddit and like they're like a shit ton of different like theories, like including being set up by friends, them running away from the party, the town, the whole town of Gardner knows what happened to him, but no one wants to say anything. But one thing that actually stood up as like possible was like there is a possibility that he was there and there was some white girl that he like liked and like people uh, there didn't like it. But like, a little time. right? And then also like his friends. His friends think that he was just jumped and that he probably fought for his life before like he was actually like yeah. killed. And like but again because the body had been sitting so long or like it was just really weird that everything just looked good on Aged. him. Yeah. Um Justin the friend he feels like it's his fault and like he in the actual episode like he, he was very remorseful because no one Everyone had nothing but good things to say about this, about him, about Zoe. And my last thing about it was March of last year, the KBI stated, which I'm pretty much just going to sum it up, that there is no evidence that uh, Alonzo was a victim of a hate crime. Um, so the, clay, the case is closing and that's it. They closed the case and they're not looking into it anymore. Well, the family is happen. still the family is still like trying to figure out what's going on like there's yeah, still something fishy fucking went down yeah it's fucking creepy dude uh, yeah I, I i'm leaning to the theory that he got jumped on the fucking highway mm-hmm. fought back was like killed and taken to store somewhere i think like i feel like it could have been like an interracial thing just because like i know melinda and i were in an interracial like marriage and like we have had like comments and like stares 
And but it, no, it, well, it, yeah. well, it is a sin, so you know. Yeah, it is. It's it's an is abomination. If, if you don't read abomination, the Bible, abomination, people. Sorry to tell you, but you are. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my case. Well, again, like I said, there's some weird parallels to like my case, and I'm curious to see what your theory would be after hearing mine, because mine is about go. Matrice Richardson. So I go into her backstory a little bit. So now Matrice was a young daughter of Latrice Staten and uh, Michael Richardson. Uh, she was raised by her mother and stepfather, Larry Sutton, in California, California, over where you're at. In uh, Covina, you know where that's at? I do know where Covina is. What part of California? I don't know. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Where okay. I think it's like Southern California, though. Okay. It's either so, Southern or like Central. I, right. I'm from like Central, but I think everything where I'm at down is Southern. Southern, yeah. Okay. So now she obtained her bachelor's arts degree in psychology in, 20, in 2008 from California State University. And then, well, she did it after graduating from South Hills High in West Covina, California. Does that sound familiar to you? I know Kavina sounds familiar to me. Okay. So now Richardson was also an open lesbian and at the time of her death had been dating a woman named Tessa Moon for about two years. And she had also competed in like beauty pageants and contestants like that. Like she's kind of like your all American mm-hmm. SoCal girl. So now on the evening of September 16th, 2009, Richardson entered a parking lot of a restaurant in Malibu. And due to staff and patrons of the restaurant described her as being like really bizarre and her behavior being weird and stuff like that. And the fact that she also was unable to pay her dinner bill, which was like $89, the people at the restaurant called the cops on her. So now police show up and start asking her like what's your deal they made sure she they did like a field sobriety test to make sure that she was sober what she was they determined that she was not intoxicated or under any influence of any type of substance but she was still arrested on charges of suspicious suspicion of not paying for a meal i didn't know that was a thing you could get charged with but uh maybe it's like if you like dine and dash which is so much fun i've seen it happen but like i'm too nervous to do it yeah i know me too like i feel bad because like they don't the waitress. make much money either yeah. like, so i don't want their table to but apparently she was having issues paying so she got charged on suspicion of not like because she didn't flee she was still there but to tell them people that i i don't have the 89 dollars yeah. and then also just kind of acting in a really bizarre way and then she also was arrested for having a possession of less than an ounce of marijuana too it's fucking weed can we legalize it i don't know already like so now, according to arresting officers, upon her arrest, her phone, purse, and money were secured in her car, and her car was towed uh, to the Pacific Coast Highway. So now, Richardson was detained and booked at Malibu Lost Hills Sheriff Station, approximately like 10 miles or 16 kilometers for you non-Americans. Why can't it just be the same? I know, in Malibu County. Now... Although Richardson's mother informed the station, well, like she called her mom, obviously, and her mom told the station that she's worried about her daughter's mental health because she has a bipolar disorder. And despite promises from the station's personnel that she would not be released, like they were like, we're going to release her in the morning. They were telling her like, hey, we're going to be fine. She's getting the hell for the night. We'll release her. Now, Richardson was released 
that morning, well, afternoon at 12.28 a.m. with no belongings, no means to call for assistance. And Stephen Whitmore, of the spokesman, the spokesman of L.A. County Sheriff's Department, said that she was released from jail and exhibited no signs of, you know, mental instability or intoxication. Like, she seemed fine when she left. He said verbatim, she was fine. She's an adult. Like, we just let her go. Now, several hours later, at 6.30 a.m. the next day, she was seen in the backyard of a former news anchor, like just wandering around aimlessly. At a news anchor's house? Yeah. Bill Smith was his name. Very generic news anchor name. (laughs) And like he opened his window, you know, and said, hey. What really happened in Covina this? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Opened the window and was like, hey, like, you good? You need help? And she said yeah i'm just resting give me a second i'll I'll leave and he was like okay and then went back inside and called the police now and this is like on like this is after she was released from the prison she never made it home that's really weird because covina's it's like i'm pretty sure it's la so it's like a city area yeah like so covina yeah i'm pretty sure it's la i'm like hands down but that's Covina. I, I know where that is. Yeah. So when all that happened, she never returned home. She wasn't found. No one's seen her. So she was reported missing shortly after by her family. Now, on January 9th, 2010, four months after she was reported missing, the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department conducted yeah. one of the largest scale searches like in the history of the department at that time. Over 300 volunteers trained in search and rescue operations participated in like the 18 square mile or 47 kilometers search of the area of <laughs> Malibu, like the canyon there. Yeah. The deep canyon there. It's like, like Covina is like right outside of like LA, but in between like, I think like San Bernardino or something like that. So there's like mountains in that area. All right. So yeah, so they checked that whole like Malibu Canyon area. And the search included both air and ground searches of creeks, trails, and ridges. And Richardson was not found during that first now, Maurice, almost because their names are kind of spelled similar, Maurice Doughboy, father of a slain teenager Amber Doughboy, assisted the Richardson's family in the two-day search, kind of just out of sympathy because he also lost a daughter. So he was like, I want someone else. I know how it feels. So I'm going to help this family and be there for them. And on June 5th and June 6th, he went out there to help them out. In the uh, Monto NATO area of, of Malibu Canyon, over a hundred more private uh, citizens and volunteers came out and participated in another search of the area. So now, although Richardson's remains were not discovered, searches made, like, they found racially motivated, like, racist shit spray-painted throughout the canyons. <laughs> like, what? offensive graffiti, like, sexual shit, just, like, really fucked up shit, like, fresh shit in this canyon. What year was this? 2010 okay i'm just gonna throw this out there california is low-key racist um, i've heard stories yeah like because grow up being like born and raised there i will say california is low-key racist but they smile in their face when they're doing it yeah so now as they're like combing through the area they see all those like racist fucked up shits for painting the canyons the graffiti was freshly painted and there's no paint cans and brushes like laying around as evidence of the scene so they knew that it wasn't like there for a while like this was fresh shit now, the creek bed in Malibu Canyon was where Richardson's naked mummified remains were eventually discovered next to a 21 acre like field ranch. Mummified? Mummified. 
bitch. Like she was there for a minute. And it was found next to this ranch that was known for porn production. (gasps) And I also want to add that her underwear was found like away from her body. But she was mummified. She was mummified, but her underwear was still there. Like also like obviously decayed a little bit or like fucked up, but it was clearly her underwear that was there near her body, like off of her. So it was a very secluded and like, it was near like a secluded and like distant like creek bed, like kind of like a fucking hottie spot. Is that your dog? No, it's my cat. I'm sorry, everyone, if you could hear my cat eating. We have a feeder, like a tree they have to reach into to pull it down because one of my cats, she's so fucking fat yeah. and like she throws up her food and like we have to feed her this way. But she's learned how to like just fucking boom, knock it down so she could get all the food that she wants. Sorry. Yeah. So back to it. So that her body was discovered and the detectives on the case removed her body against the orders of the coroner. Like, when they reported it up, the coroner said, leave her there. Don't touch her. But the officers on the scene did it anyway. Just, Disturbed uh-huh. her body. Yeah. Let's so now... clean this off really quick. Here's after they started, started, like, interviewing the area, and the residents reportedly heard screams in that area several nights after her initial disappearance. Her death was deemed not to be a homicide, and they said there was no foul play. Uh-huh. Which, tell me how there's no foul play when a woman who's released from police custody is found dead, mummified, with no underwear on, and a creek bed. How long? They didn't say how long. They didn't say how long she had gone missing from where she went missing to when they found? Oh no, she was missing for months. I don't think that a body, if we think about it like, like with science... Science. Science. If you think about science and like decomposition, I don't think that it would mummify within months, especially if there's no like, if there's nothing added to the body to keep or to like dehydrate I think you said, it. I'm saying mummify is more of like an adjective. Like it was a very okay decayed body. Okay, okay, okay. I thought I was like like a dry body. That's what that's what I thought like she's like a very decayed decrepit body okay. exposed to the elements over and it's okay, hot okay. you know yeah yeah yeah. so now the richardson's family had filed several lawsuits against the los angeles you know sheriff's department for releasing her from jail even though they claimed she was wasn't experiencing any type of like they said she was lucid and the family was saying she had severe bipolar disorder we told you that before you released her like we said hey let us know when you're going to release her because we're worried about her mental health. And they didn't do that. And in 2011, her parents, who had sued separately, were awarded $450,000 each. So, obviously, there's some validity to that. <laughs> now, the girlfriend, Tess Moon, refuses claims that she had any type of mental illness. They said that she never showed signs of a mental illness or told her anything blah 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 but it's like y'all was dating for two years you don't know you're not going to know her full extent of her mental health especially if she like doesn't disclose it because not everyone's going to disclose that they have a certain type of mental illnesses but you know you're like you didn't need to add that in (laughs) you don't need to tell me for that so now the Richardson's family also asked the California Attorney General's office to review the sheriff's office handling of the case 
in November uh, 2015, after reviewing 500 pages of documents sent with the request, the Office of California, like the Attorney General, who was Camilla Harris at the time, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has feelings about her. But she replied that it had not. She ain't found- that black. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she replied that it had they had not found any grounds of criminal charges against the sheriff's department. Uh, the attorney general office also found no evidence that the sheriff's office had mishandled the Richardson's family's complaint against them. Like they did, basically they said they didn't do anything wrong. However, in January 2016, the California General's Attorney's Office revived like. Uh, backtracked itself and announced it was beginning a criminal investigation on the case fast forward to december 30th 2016 the california attorney general's office concluded that there was no there was insufficient evidence to support criminal processes it may be because like it's been six years at that point yeah so any evidence that there could have been has probably been like destroyed so yeah that's the fucked up case of Matrice Richardson. Why and can't we? What do, you think, what do you think happened? I think she was murdered, and I think like she was probably taken. Maybe okay, if she was off of medication or she wasn't on her meds or whatever, that was super redundant. So she was off her medication, and she may have not been in the right mind, depending on like the type of medication that she was taken. Maybe she was like just snatched up or just knocked out or when she was when the cops called when she got the cops called on her about like being in that reporter's house or whatever if she fled and then just ran into someone like oh why are you running because i was doing this and like gave her a nice wallop on her head and took her up to the mountains and like had their way and like left her but i don't know because if they did a search an 18 mile radius an 18 mile radius search i don't know how far that is from where she was last seen but i don't know 18 mile radius from where the middle of west covina or i saw one theory that thought was crazy it was like all right it was another theory on reddit that she was like you know wandering around kind of in a daze came across that fucking porn ranch and something happened to her there and then they dumped her body like when it's like when a search started concluding, they kind of waited for the heat to die down, then dumped her body when they thought it was safe in the canyon. Yeah, that's pretty scary though. Like I don't like that. No, it's terrifying, and like there's just no answers to what the fuck happened. I think all right, if like if so, if you're if you like are you arrested somebody, you're gonna release them, and her family is like, hey. They're not going to be in the right state of mind. They're not in the right state of mind. Just let us know when you're releasing them so we can pick them up. Like, don't just let them walk off by themselves. The least you can do is give a phone call to the family and let them know that, hey, we're about to release your daughter. Come pick her up. Yeah. Why would you just, why would you, like, why would you let anyone just wander off? Like, give, what, give them a phone call for a ride. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. It's. I guess they don't give a fuck, dude. Because they, 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 like, they, they, they released her with no way for her to call someone for a ride. Yeah. Which is why she just started walking. And if it was hot in, like, Southern California, like, it gets brutal, dude. Yeah, she's hot can make and you delirious. Deep, yo. 
and it can make you super irritable. And that can make like sense of why she just like walked into that dude's backyard was like, hey, just, I'm like, just I, resting. I need yeah. a break. <laughs> like, chill the fuck out, dude. Like, no one's gonna take your nice like property from you. Like, it's hot as balls out here. Well, that was my case, and I guess we were both on the same like disappearance wave thing. Yeah, <laughs> which like happens often. It's really scary too. I don't like that. Like, you just go missing and then you're found dead. If you go to sleep a lot or, and wake up dead, yeah. If you even like get found, yeah, at that, like, yo, I share my location with my wife and like a couple other friends, just in case something happens to me. I don't, but I should start doing that more. I just like go places. <laughs> People are like, "Hey, where you at?" I'm like, "Mind your fucking business." But you know what? Maybe I should start telling people where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. If you don't want to yeah. be found, then don't get found. I st- I still do fan has a lot about just like going off the grid one day. One, I'm gonna do it one day. Yeah, I'm gonna do it one day. Anyway, that's all I got. <laughs> well, that's all I have too. Yeah. So hey, you know, check us out every Thursday on Gitpo. We get a Facebook page for that sweet sweet live stream. If you want to donate to us, check out the links and go to Red Circle. Donate to us. You want to subscribe for exclusive content. You can do that too. Uh, give us a fucking review wherever you listen to. That'd be nice. Yeah. Even if it's that. negative, I'm a big boy. I can handle criticism. I can. I'm no, sensitive. I can't. No, I'm really sensitive too. <laughs> but, but yeah. Um, hope you enjoy the music. That's all I got. Battle. I hope you enjoy the music. I have nothing more but than to say enjoy the music and thank you for listening today to our episode. Yeah. So, bye. Seizures. And my laptop's on 11%. Hell yeah. To push turns into show We get so clever And covering it up Everyone knows Our hearts in their holes There's water in the boat Bittersweet words Dancing in my mouth But I can't get them out Truth is I'm tired of lying To myself I've been trying To figure out what went wrong Or was it wrong all along Truth is I'm tired of lying To myself I've been trying You ain't the one Our time is up I'm moving on
Cause I'm tired of lying to myself I've been trying to figure out what went wrong Oh, was it wrong all along? Truth is I'm tired of lying to myself I've been trying You ain't the one Our time is up I'm moving on I'm moving on Truth is I'm tired of lying I've been trying Wrong all Truth is, I'm tired of lying. Tired of lying. I've been trying. I've been trying. I'm moving on. Truth is, I'm tired of lying. Tired to myself, I've been trying to figure out what went wrong. Oh, was it wrong all along? Truth is, I'm tired of lying. To myself, I've been trying. Our time is up I'm a-